Hello, Mr. Gannon. Yes, sir. You at the back. Uh, I'm here uh, as a representative of Eli Silverman. I've got a document I need to give to you. And uh... But aren't you Eli Silverman? No. For the sake of this little moment in time, are you not you? No. So you are you then, because you just confirmed that you are I'm not you. I'm here on as a representative of Mr. Silverman. But you are Mr. Got, Silverman, I have a and I'm confused. I have a document to deliver to you. I've to got a sure. fucking document to deliver to you, and it's my big old wingy wang. <laughs> They're going to representative of Mr. Silverman. Okay, Fucking Mr. Gannon. chonk my donk down. Okay, Mr. Gannon, I'll, I'll just... Um... Chonk my donk, Mr. Silverman's representative. Mr. Gannon, if you don't want to accept this, I'm just going to tell you what the, what the what's on this document. No, fine, okay? fine, um, bring right. it my way, yeah, now, go on. Eli Silverman has formed a union, uh, and it is uh, his demands are he won't be returning to the show. He won't be returning? He won't... Listen, I'm not. Doesn't a performer. seem like a very well written article. I'm just a representative from the uh, from the union. Saying he could have done with the spell check. He will not be. Yeah. Um, taking part in the so-called cold open section right. of the show. Why? He refuses to, as it demeans him. Right. I'll just replace him with AI. It's fine. We've got hundreds of hours of Eli on record, and just well, put do you want to do that? Do you want to do that now? Because he won't be returning if you if you. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll just put it in my computer and I'll just do generate Eli Silverman AI based on uh, past algorithm conversation. Right here we go. Eli Silverman, hello. How are you, Chifney? <laughs> Sounds good so far. Yeah. Chifney, yeah, yeah. Chifney Squat Hole. Yeah. Chifney Squat Hole. <laughs> Yeah, it's very good, this programme. It sounds just like him. I'll ask him a question. Oh, Eli, what do you want to do after recording today? Uh, wank. Chiffney. Squat hole. I might need to run it through the computer a few more times, actually. <laughs> no, it's me, Paul. It's me. It's actually me. What? Did that bit work? No. It didn't. It did. Are we going to start again? i did work. Chonk my donk, <laughs> Mr. Silverman. Chonk my donk. I'll, uh, I'll do more than that. Yeah. I'll chomp your donk. i tell you what. AI. Uh, AI more like it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I've, I have to say, the amount of times you've grabbed your nutsack area during this cold open is unacceptable. Is it? About six times. You're going to do it again. You want to. Say what? You? I'm going to go on strike, mate. Oh, yeah? No, I'm going to go on stroke. Oh, I'm, oh, gone. I'm off on stroke. On. I've crossed the picket line. <laughs> <laughs> the sticky picket line. Oh, oh, oh I'm going to oh. pull a scan. Oh, oh, mate. I'm going to do that gag too. Oh. <laughs> and that's our topical opening Hi, to Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's Cheap Show. Roll the credits. Press the fucking credits. Sources and words and phrases, two things I'm responsible for. Chodney, Chodney Boroff. I hate you, you're fucking evil posse. Jeep show tonight. The price of Cheap show to the Welcome to Cheap Show. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Oh, bollocks. I tried to catch him farting on the audio recorder. <laughs> You're obsessed. Is, you have a tell when you lean as far left as you can and aim your arse up into the air. And then you pull a Popeye face and then I know it's coming. 
Anyway, hello, uh, <laughs> hello everyone. Welcome to Cheap Show. It's the Economy Comedy Podcast where me and Eli Silverman go for the bargain bins, the charity shops and poundlands of Great Britain and bring you back the treasure we find amongst that trash. Um, Splan Japan, ladle it on. No, Ooh. we're not going to do any more of the Eli nonsense god bollocks anymore. We're not, are we? No, no we're more not, god we're bollocks. We're not, are we? No more god bollocks from you, please, Mr. Silverman. I've got some I would gob- like nice gobbits. Gobbits of... Splange pan. <laughs> I let that happen. That's oh, all. I'm such a giggling moron. That's just... me. I let that happen. All I right. know that. So, uh, hello. Welcome to the Comedy Comedy Podcast. Uh, how are you? Who are you talking to? Them listening. We never Where? talk to them they directly. Don't... They could be driving. Poop, poop. Brum, brum. Pull over, Mr. Greengrocer. That's someone in a car. Or they could be uh, in the kitchen. A chippity chopper. A chippity chopper. It's stew tonight for the family. Or maybe, oh, I've got another one. Or maybe they're just having a walk, a delightful walk in the park. Ah, hmm, doggies, fresh breeze, children park, play parks, golf courses, and a little calf with overpriced coffee. A diddly bum, a tiddly pom, I listen to my podcast with aplomb. I've, what am I talking about? <laughs> What have, I, what have I done? Things that the listeners might be doing. Can I just add one? Yeah. Having a shuffle. <laughs> no one <laughs> listens to this podcast and has a wank at the Not same a time. Not a wank. A rearrangement. A little fluffy, fluffy shuffle. Oh, yeah. A rearrangement where you rearrange your sperm from inside of you to outside of you. I rearrange some sperm right out the end of my dick. Good stuff. No, good stuff. I really... Oh, Paul. I, I'm not performing well, to say the least. Get it out loud to give you a proper evaluation. Oh, would you? Will yeah. you chonk my sponk off? No. Chonk the donk, Mr. Silverman. And now this episode is unfortunately <laughs> going to be called Chonk the Donk. No, it won't. That's not very funny. Because you brought it it's up past funny. credits. It's not funny. It is. I happen is to think. Is this the cold open still? Because no. Because it's formless. No. What's coming up on the show? Don't, don't. I'm scratching me bum a little bit. It's itchy. You're removing it. I'm not a removing wedge anything. A fabric from within the. Cr- oh, he sniffed it. Reader, he sniffed his finger. <laughs> it's a bit salty. <laughs> Um, Paul was looking into the middle distance when when addressing you, listeners, and I wondered if you see a sort of uh, amalgam listener floating above the table we record on. I and see what are they a, going? A gestalt entity. Are they wagging their finger at you. No. Tut, tut, tut. They've kind of got a like, bright eyed and a kind of like open mouth like, oh, offering. Like they're going to take a load. Like they're willing to let me impart my humour information into their gaping mouths. I, I what I can't do I can't can't do this. What we got coming up on the show though, Paul? Honestly, because we need to get to it. Gannon's Golden Games off Brown Brand off. Happy, I am. But however, a few weeks ago, do you remember we had that dog and bone record? That mysterious record, which um, the guy had cut in Abbey Road and uh, contained a backing track with an- some manipulated voice answer messages from an answer phone. Yes, from an answer phone. Now here's something which was delightful that popped up in our DM Twitter uh, inbox thing on X. Oh, fuck. Um, from a guy called James Wilkinson. He sent stuff to us before in the past. He's been in touch with us before. He said, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just read with you what he said to us. So basically, it's a follow-up to that record. Well, I'm glad there is a follow-up, Paul, because we thought it was going to stay obscure as all um, As all, all dandies. As, as all, all dandies. Uh, as all dandelions. Yeah. As so all, uh, how about you shut up now? Let's just get into it. James says, hello, Paul. So I have the backstory on the dog and bone record by Johnny and the answer phones. It was recorded locally to me and my curiosity got the better of me. So I did some digging. And then he just posts a picture of an email that he sent to Graham Robinson. Was it Graham Robinson? Yes. Yeah. Graham Robinson. And then Graham's replied. 
And so this is from the horse's mouth himself. From utter obscurity to an actual... You mean not complete obscure. Obscure to maybe our interest, but like he's got a record. Oh, no, he's not obscure, but the, that record is... Oh, so he was probably thinking, I haven't talked about this in years. It's just popped up. That record is obscure because we found him and we found... Didn't we? His website, yeah. For his yeah, company. so we knew about him, but we didn't know... There was no mention anywhere of the actual... No. Uh, recording question. So I presume James asked him, hey, I was listening to a podcast and they talked about your record that they found. Can you uh, elaborate, right? Here's here's Graham's reply. Hi, James. Here's the story. In the summer of 1987, a hippie geezer called John Cole visited my studio that was then based in Darlington Arts Centre and asked to book several weeks of studio time. He'd apparently come into some money and wanted to record some of his own songs and album tracks with his friends and associated bands. Okay. Okay. So far, you think, all right, he's been called on to use his skills to make this guy's album. Fair enough. After a month recording almost around the clock, John and his business partner called Dutch, who had plans to release his the... His business re- partner? Partner. <laughs> Shake that back. After a month recording almost around the clock, John and his business partner... <laughs> you fucking prick. You uh, put that in my me. head now. It's a word, partner. After a month... Working almost around the clock, John and his business partner, Dutch, who had plans to release the recordings on their Crook Cassettes label. Oh, it's their label. It's their label. Oh. Came to collect all the master tapes and left the check. I couldn't help but notice how they seemed to cackle a bit maniacally as they left. Right, they paid. Ah, the check turned out to be a rubber one. Wow. So it bounced. Oh, that's the implication. After going away for a few days with my girlfriend, I returned to find a series of telephone messages from John Cole on my answer phone. The telephone messages started off calmly enough, but then progressed to being more irate as John called back and apparently assumed I was just ignoring his messages. The thought occurred to me to just put a little track together featuring Mr. Cole's ranting telephone messages. I recorded a one-take jam in the studio with bass guitarist Colin Stevenson, ah. myself on drums. I then flew in... Didn't I? I predicted that. You did, yes. And and then I flew in John's telephone messages during a Bell BD80 digital delay sampler triggered yeah. by the Boss DR55 f- uh, drum machine. Fucking cool. And finally added some keyboard. Of course, the detail in that bit. I love that detail. Yeah. So he's, he's using a drum machine, but he's using it for for the, the voice samples. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's triggering them like you would on a... So he can yeah. mess with the toad and yeah. pitch and all Brilliant. sorts. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and a sampler... The, the SD12 or whatever. We thought the track was pretty amusing and decided to send the cassette to John Cole as a slightly defiant gesture with the title Dog and Bone by Johnny and the Answer Phones. His response was, I'm putting it out as a single. Oh, he put it out. I subsequently received a copy of the vinyl 7-inch, which is notable for having a completely blank flip side. That's the one we got. I, it goes, and then I think the B-side may be the superior tune. <laughs> uh... I heard John had passed away last year. I never did get paid all the tapes back. At least as a gentle reminder of Mr. Cole and his delightful telephone manner on a bit of rare vinyl. Cheers, Graham. Fantastic. This is one of the best follow-ups we've ever had to a, a platter. Honestly, that's great. So, it, I was right in that he did it as a grudge. Yeah, but I just want to say one last thing. So I replied to James and went, oh, that's really amazing. Thank you so much for following that up. He didn't listen to the episode, did he? Apparently he did. And he replied back to James saying, congrats to all for a great and hilarious listen. And hats off to the guys for both finding the record and broadly figuring out the motivation behind the creation of the track. Of course, there would not have been any kind of release of the track had John Cole not gone to the expense of taking it to Abbey Road to be mastered. Wow. And then 
having vinyls pressed up, which I guess was a form of vanity publishing on his part. But as they say, never trust a hippie. <laughs> it's so funny because his tone is exactly like those nasty hippies. Those hippies that get nasty. Because yeah. he's at the beginning of the track, he's all, oh... Okay, man. Hey, how yeah, things? yeah, you know. But and what's then he... he getting irate about, though? Because I mean, I would have to re-listen to it again, I guess. I but guess because like... he just felt like the guy was didn't call him back soon enough. But why? The check bounced. If anything, Graham's completely right to say, "I'm fucking ignoring you. You wasted yeah, my yeah. time and uh, didn't yeah, pay me. You haven't paid. So me. what are you getting angry about? You've got the masters. He sounds like a piece of work. This John. Well, he's dead he? now, so fuck John Cole. It's the voice of that? a dead man on that record. Yeah, as well. it is. It's spectral. Yeah, and that's as close as. By the way, this is that's as close as this Halloween episode's going to get because it's not Halloween episode yes we don't have the time for it don't have the time i'm but sick that, what there's that book i've got no we're not using that the book, book. Of i don't trust it it's got flesh on it as a cover i don't like that that's just cowhide it's not you said that you said there was a sticker in there saying real human flesh yeah but they would do that in a book and they? written in blood anyway I've, uh, yeah but no I've, we're not using it we're not I've having read it one this of week. the spells no you didn't but i did it, i just, did it in my room before you came over and today. what happened nothing oh i'm obsessed by a ghost Oh, your mother sucks cocks in hell. Oh, so he did it as a grudge. Yes, but then John took it and wanted to. Di- John was wow. John went. I'm going to f- twist this, flip it, and reverse it, and make something of it. It was but John's never label, did. so that's why he's in Darlington. Yeah, but John is it from is um, Abbey Road, Co- County Durham. Weird little story, but nice to have a little bit of closure on that. So thank you, Graham, for for and James for conversating. Yeah, thank you so much. That was really fascinating, and the record exists as a sort of rip off. It's weird. It's, it's like sort a... of stolen, isn't it? Yeah. The whole thing reeks of it only exists out of spite vibe. Crazy. And it must be incredibly rare as well. Because think about it. Grey made it out of spite. And then John Cole released it out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> and then no one wins. It's just that. And then it yeah. just ends up on this stupid fucking podcast. Yeah. 30, 40 yeah. years later. Whatever. Amazing. Really, really great. Thank you. If anything, it's given us a little bit more honour to own this now, I guess. Absolutely. Thank you very much for letting us know. Is it James? Uh, James, it is indeed. Thank you. James. Thanks for listening, Thank you very much. You particularly, James. You're my favourite man. Are you envisioning them, him taking a big load of your info? I hope James is mouth agape. Taking Taking a huge load of your info, Seaman. Taking gobbles and gobbles of my humour load. (laughs) How about that? A squaff. Squaff off my choggly bonk honker. Bonk honker on. Bonk honk. This, Susie, this, this podcast cannot give up on the English language completely. Chuff off my right, spunk that's it, no. conker. We're moving on. My spunk conker. Shut up. <laughs> Hello, it's time for Gannon's Golden Games. It's that part of the show where I, a board game enthusiast, brings forward a game to talk, discuss, play, evaluate, dissect. Join me for a Gannon's Golden Games. Hi, Paul. Yes, it's Gaga Guy, and uh, I'm pleased to be here with you. Now, I just want to add to your little introduction there Yes. by saying, don't talk to him, all right, people, about card games. Don't even mention them to him. Don't do all that. Right, don't, t- don't even... Don't, don't s- step up. Don't touch a card game. Without washing your hands. Don't step up yeah. to me. Don't, you can sniff He can sniff card game on your fingers if you've been handling card games. I grab your hands and I raise he them to my them. nose. And I go, he sniffs them hard. He sniffs play, it hard. You've been playing Uno, haven't He's you? got you Uno. He, can, he knows the smell of Uno. You fucking Uno pig cunt. <laughs> Get out of my fucking house. I'll just do a little... Little version of the jingle. All right. so I can smell. I can smell poker reeking off you. I don't you play. Stink of poker. Even it's digital. 
even if it's digital. I've been having a really good run or on, on Chinese um, pineapple open hand poker. Open face Chinese, which I play every Monday or what? Tuesday. Pineapple poker. What's that? You should learn. We could pass some time. Oh no! What have I just said? Don't come at me again. You knew. No, have I knew? And there's a nice reference to the '90s films, Austin Powers. How about no? Have I knew? No, he doesn't say. He says, "How about now?" He says, he "How about no?" How about news? God, that sucks. You crazy Dutch bastard. Or whatever it is. That was more like Cartman. I can't do voices. Um, Paul. It's Gannon's Golden Games. It's, it's Gannon's, Gannon's Golden, Golden Games. Games. Here ooh, I am, ooh, a Derio of Gannon's ooh, Golden Games. Alright, what about this? Spunk my conk off. Mate, that's just fucking garbage. Bollocks. This is garbage. I'll show you garbage. That's garbage. You'll show me garbage, mate. It's similar but different. I've got a fucking whole garbage tray. Garbage, your fucking testicles look like four fifths in a plastic. Fifths? Four fifths in a plastic bag. Pig knuckles. You get from the butcher. Trotter gollops. This episode's just given up. Well, it's, it's a shit up. game, isn't it, Paul? Right, look, listen, we're going to keep this one brief, right? Here's the thing. So, one board game we've never had on the podcast, mainly because I just don't care for it, is Mastermind, right? We've never talked about it because I didn't feel like there was much to talk about. It's a kind of code-breaking type game where you have multicolored pegs, and for a process of elimination and guesswork, you have to figure out the code that's hidden behind the little shield, It's right? a two-player game. There's a one person who creates the code, the secret code, and then there's a player who, who takes progressive guesses, and you yes. try and get it in the least guesses. So it was invented in 1970 by a guy called Mordecai Marowitz, I believe. Oh, that's much earlier than, um, than um, Kensington, actually. It was, uh, in, it was shown at a toy fair, picked up by a plastics company called Invicta Plastics, based in Leicester, UK. They purchased the rights, uh, refined the game further. It was released in 1971, possibly 72. Oh, that's much earlier than I thought. The game, actually, this is quite interesting. The game was based on a paper-based game called Bull and Cows. And wow. a computer adaptation was run in the 1960s on a Cambridge University Titan computer system. And the game was then called Moo. Oh. I mean, without getting into the weeds of it, Bull and Cows obviously is a very similar kind of code-breaking type game. Yeah. So he didn't really invent shit. I mean, no, obviously he interpreted it and developed it into a board game kind of thing and took it off the paper. I mean, seriously, but but think about Hangman as a toy. You know, like MB Games released Hangman. Did they? Yes. And it came with that big plastic dial that when you turned it showed a little bit more of the gallows being built. It showed a bit more. Yeah. But they could have made one where you actually built the gallows. I mean, like a mousetrap like style. That. There is versions that's like that. That's, but, but that's giving it something else. What I'm saying is with Mastermind, it's literally, you could just do it all with paper just as easily. Yes. You know, do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can, but that's the point. He as we it. found. Yes, as, but you develop it and you turn it into a physical toy that you can package and market. And it's They had so many different versions of Mastermind. They, was like, they tried to make it... This is what I mean with the they sort of... They didn't have e- that many. They just had like Super Mastermind, which had... But they had like Executive six. Mastermind or like... Well, I mean, it says here there's... Uh, I mean, Christ. There's a lot, I d- aren't Again, there? without getting into the weeds of it, there's Mastermind, the version called Bagels, Royal Mastermind. Bagels? Yeah. I'm sorry. Bagels. Yes, it's called bagels. It's in called 1970s. Mastermind Bagels. No, it's just called bagels. Oh well, I don't. Know. I need more. I, there is no more. I there want. Is... It. I want bagels. <laughs> it is. Ro- is it bagels? Everything bagels or poppy seed? Bagels. <laughs> um, there's also Royale Mastermind. Mastermind. Royale four- with cheese. Mastermind. Oh, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Mastermind 44. Oh, fucking 44. Which apparently is a four-player version of the game. Ah. Super Mastermind, Deluxe Mastermind, Advanced Mastermind, Word Mastermind. Oh. 
Mini Mastermind, Number Mastermind, Electronic Mastermind. Fucking hell. This is all by 1977. Six years after it's been made. There's Supersonic Electric Mastermind. There's Walt Disney Mastermind, Mini Mastermind, Mastermind Challenge, Parker Mastermind, Mastermind for Kids, Mastermind Secret Search, Mastermind Handheld Electronics by Hasbro, New Mastermind, Mini New Mastermind. Whoa. That's as far as I think it goes without getting into video game adaptations and things like that. That's like the fucking list of Pringles flavours. (laughs) Not as many, but yeah. Yeah. We got there. You, do you see what I mean? They kept repackaging it. So I think it's it's very much a forerunner of what they do with all their fucking games titles these days. Yeah. By reskinning, isn't it? And all of them have had, since 1973, most of these adaptations, the box art has always featured a photograph of a man in a suit jacket, seated in the foreground with a young Asian woman standing behind them. They are two amateur models, Bill Woodward and Cecilia Fung. And they re- reunited in June 2003 to pose for another publicity photograph many, many years later. Like, like you do. Very much the internet age sort of uh, uh, conceit to do that, isn't it? Yeah. And it's very much a Facebook post sort of thing. Yeah. Like, these two were still married and here's their shot of them at Woodstock or whatever. Yeah. You know, that all goes, don't they look old? <laughs> not as I remember. And you think, it's yes, f- yeah. it's been 40 years. Yeah, no, but that's like what the tabloid is like. Look at this old cunt now. Look, look this look person has aged. I can't believe she's an ugly bitch now and you not know? a young model. It's like, like she people was in the time. fat shaming us on YouTube, isn't Fucking, it? Fucking, why are you three so fat, said the man. Who, who else is fat? They took it to the video with Ashens in. And some guy goes, oh, you all look fat. And I was like, well, we're middle-aged we for a fuck start. fuck off. Yes, and we're unhealthy. The seats don't fit. And who gives a oh, fuck? fuck off. I bet he's sitting there with, like, soup on his guts. And he's fucking got biscuits all over his knees. Who knows? No, he might be, you know, he might be... Um, what, like an athlete? Yeah. And he sits there commenting Disgusted on fat cunts on YouTube. middle-aged guys. Well, then yeah. he must never stop typing. That's, that's all YouTube is. Rows and rows of fat people reviewing <laughs> shit things. Mastermind. And we're proud to be fart of that fat contingent. I'm proud to be fart as well. Fart <laughs> contingent. The fart contingent. I'm going to start with the choffnies in a second. Robert port. Redford, the fart contingent. <laughs> I'm going to start shanking off the chops. No, mate. we've done enough. We've Ooh. already exceeded our chod manifesto uh, limit. Okay, now... <laughs> Did you ever play this no. at the time? I never really wrapped my head around it, and I'm not I'm not a logically minded person. If that makes sense. It goes into my problems with numbers and stuff, you know. Yes, I can. I I can. It's good of you to admit that. But hey, it doesn't matter because this is Word Mastermind, and Eli, what is it basically? It is Wordle before Wordle was Wordle, like the forty years before, right? Absolutely, and I 15, think I don't maybe. think the inventor. I've read an article about the inventor of Wordle. I don't think he was aware of Mastermind. I would have. I mean, maybe the back of his head, maybe, but maybe just like they're taking the bull and cows game and turned it into this exactly somewhere he's taking that and made it into a digital version of but that. it's better his version because you you know the position you can see the actual letters go green and you know that that's the right letter in the yeah. right position but and that's because the game has to give you a, a quicker hit of success you it's know, it a better game you. it's a better game wordle is actually it actually just in those small details the small changes it is incredibly addictive and i've loved wordle from I didn't oh, do it at go. first because it was a big sort of, um, you know, trendy did, thing. Did you squirtle over Wordle, did and you? And I didn't, and I thought, oh, fuck this, this is this is such stupid. But then when I played it, I thought, uh, I was hooked almost immediately. Right. It is the perfect duration and challenge. It just is just, it just is fun. But it's that's... a little escape 
and it doesn't take it doesn't distract you from other things during your day. No, it's just a little moment you have for yourself where you have a little challenge, and I just think that's why it's so hugely successful. It's just that that just the exact time and little reward, little endorphin reward. I love a bit of Wordle, and I was uh, I was a big Arise's first word man. Boring old fuck shit. (laughs) But then I went to Trace. But now, do you know what the the, I have lost all. Do you know what the best starting word now is these days? Chod slate. Slate. Chod is four letters. No, you spelt with two Ds at the end, don't you? I've always spelt it with two Ds. Oh, did you? It's got a hard double D ending to Chod. Why did you um, have to spell Chod at all? Because you worked in the Chod factory. With all no, because my new company was setting And then up. your boss was called Craftney Grampian. No. Who came along and said, oh, who's your Chod? I'm going to fucking stop you right now from saying any more bullshit words. Write down the name Chod. I'm Chaffney Grampian. It's my new business I'm setting up for 2024 called Chod Enterprises. And Does I have Chaffney to have to play a role? No, Chaffney is my subsidiary food-based company. Chod is just basically board games, ephemera, gadgets, toys. Uh, Chehefany is my uh, new age stuff. You know, my my oils, my Chehefany soaps. Chodneys. It's a whole world. <laughs> it's a whole world that I've mentally checked out of my own conceit doing. Listen, I want to get into this bit, right? Because I want to get mastermind. into... Mastermind. Back to mastermind, mate. So, this is Wordle, but it uses the same basic conceit as mastermind. Now, I will say this. You're right. Your version, Wordle, gives you a quicker uh, sense of reward, right? Because the challenge is quick as possible, right? And those little green tiles give you a little thrill. Oh, it's exciting. It's compact. This is different because it's two-player. I don't want you to guess the word I've got, right? Which is why the signifiers of what words are correct and not are vaguer here. Well, you don't you don't get position. You get two different uh, pegs, a white peg and yeah. a black peg. So I'll guess the four-letter word. That's the other difference. Wordle yeah. is five letters. But it doesn't have to be a word. Yes. You could just play it with just the letters as the symbols. You, you could, see what I mean? But I think the idea is because it uses the... Otherwise, it would be called letter mastermind, I guess. Yeah. No, you know? it should be a word. And, and that's the... It's fairer because it allows for more logical deduction. Yeah, yeah. Because I know words. Because Wordle would be almost impossible, right? If it was just random fucking shit. Well, it would be a different game. Yeah. It is the fact that it's a word and it makes you think about spellings in English yeah. that gives it that extra... Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I'm surprised that this never took over. Uh, took off, rather, as a version of Mastermind. Because it is more fun where you use real words. And I'll tell you why I didn't take off. Because it's fiddly fucking messy it's a piece of shit. shit. Because basically, you have, like Scrabble tiles, you have letters, but there's loads of them. And when I opened the box, hundreds of letters of the alphabet poured out, and we had to separate it all up. And by On the tiny time, little fiddly little yeah. uh, pieces of paper, basically. And you can't even, like, you don't even have a little box to separate them out and put a lid on. If that had a little lid, it'd be fine. It'd be fine, you could stick them in there all the time. But no, it doesn't, so everything just falls out and scatters across the box. So well, you spend... They- hours setting up for a 15-minute game. I think they got the plastic nice because they're basically a plastic manufacturer, but with the rest of the game design, Gave the, up. The, the letters are terrible. Should we have Should a little we... game of it? So, basically, you choose your four-letter word, you put it behind the, the little, little... shield that I've got here. The shield, and, and then that... I will guess. Yeah, and you'll guess by putting letters from the pack of letters in the grid. Like like the countdown letters, isn't and it? And then you use the black or white pegs. Yeah. And use a black peg if I've got a letter that is correct and in the right position. Yes. And white for any letters that are in the wrong position that are, are in the word. And I don't have and to And so if them... there's no letters in the word, you just don't give me any you just pegs. Don't, no. Right? All right. All right. I and you... I would like a good old pegging today, Paul, from you, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> uh, this is... Troubling shit. Cockney, Cockney chestnut. Do you want to just kill this podcast right now? Do you want to end it for good? I'm ready to play, Paul. Let's play. Right, I have chosen a word. Now, is it an actual word? Because it is an actual word. It's not bluff or chal 
or Chal. you know, I've, I've picked a proper word okay. that people use. Okay. Now I'm going to make my first guess, Paul, using these little really little fiddly rope. bullshit. Yeah, things. this game is so fiddly and off-putting to play. I can see why you just want an electric version of this, you know? Absolutely. But they still kept making the board games after an electronic version came out. Yeah, because I guess it's just it's an easy way to sell it. It's kind of iconic, isn't it, the board game itself, because of the artwork and things. It is both slightly racist and misogynistic. I mean, I don't understand artwork. the idea behind he's it. He's the mastermind, so he's meant to be like a Bond villain, isn't he? Oh, uh, like you're challenging him to beat him, and then like sh yeah. she's the uh, uh, femme fatale or something. No, she's more like it's aspirational for the bloke, yeah. isn't yeah. it? It's like you could be the mastermind. Yeah, because look what smart. I've got. Yeah, I've got an exotic wife and, yeah. a, and a and a couch. That kind of stuff wouldn't fly these days. But well, obviously, this, this wasn't. This is awarded apparently a game of the year. But the industry's moved on so much because there's a whole big industry for board games in. Uh, sort of adult board games in Germany now, isn't yeah. there? Ratzenberg and all of that. So, what I'm saying is, yeah, she didn't mind, obviously, because she came and did it, well, became posed again in 2003. So, yeah, no, I'm and not also, saying it's... But they also reshot them for other variations of Mastermind. Yes, and it was part of the, it, like you say, it's part of the sort of trademark, it's part of the... The identity of the game. But, wouldn't fly these days, would it? In Mate, terms it, of the it, sexism it, it, and be, the... It would and it wouldn't. At this point, it's probably ironically detached enough that you could just get away with it. Okay, I've it's got retro. to think of my first word So Eli's going to have a little think about what word he's going to put down. Remember, it's I'm four gonna... letters, how many are consonants, how many are vowels, where do you put the most popular, I'm you know? I'm going to, for my wordle knowledge, I'm going to try and get some... So he's going to use his wordle skills now to try some, and um... beat me, the word uh, games master. What was it? Word mastermind. You're the word mastermind here, Paul. Yeah. Uh, do you have any sort of tea? I've got some oolong tea, because when you order it, it doesn't come for 20 minutes, and I went... Why is it taking so uh, so long, Oolong? Ah, fuck. Brilliant. Brilliant from you. I've done, made my first guess. All right, okay. And what is your first guess, Mr. Silverman? Cash. Cash. Ooh. How many white pegs, how many black pegs, please? Three white, one black. Ooh. So you've got... Oh, my God. I'm going to smack this You've down. got one letter in the correct position. But all the other letters are in the word. No. The white means... Oh, no, so in that case, just one black peg. Just sorry. one black. Sorry, yes, okay. I keep forgetting. The white means it's in the wrong position, but is the right Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, sorry, I... I, I thought I'd done I really got you well there. No, yeah. so say again, what's the word again? Your, peg, your pegging really got me off there. Yes. <laughs> let me... Let me... Imagine someone trying to peg someone with one of these pegs. It would just be lost in the anus for good. <laughs> Unless you had a really small anus. I mean, yeah, even so, you could pop them in with a pinhead or something. It doesn't really matter, Eli. What one black the, peg. What was the word you said? Cash? Yeah. Yeah, in that case, just one black peg. So which letter do I think it is? Chappity charm. Well, you'll find out with your next guess, I, will. I I'm going to find out in my next guess. Because that's how it's a process of elimination. Now, it doesn't make for completely exciting content, but I have put a porn music background to this to spice the segment up. Oh, so nice. if you like, you can jack it to this segment no, of the show. No, no, no. In fact, I don't while think... Eli's picking a word, let me talk dirty to you. No. Oh, Paul. I like your tits or your willy, oh, which, whichever, no, no, no. which whatever you want you listen to me off, right Mike. now. Putting off. Oh, I love your bottom. Everyone's got bottoms. Oh, I love bottoms. Do you want to see my bottom? Oh, here's me bottom. No, Paul, you actually... Mate, if you hurry up then. I can't hurry up because... If you I... hurry up, I don't talk to you. All the bees have fallen out oh, and they've all gone everywhere. I'm taking out my willy. Oh, it's so <laughs> proud. Oh, it's so hard. I could crack a toffee with it. Ooh, I could crack a toffee. Steve Francis never said that, did he? Hack, cunt. I've said cunt too much this week. I need <laughs> to calm down. Paul, I need you... to calm down. I can't concentrate. All right, I'll just... Put the poor music on while you're doing that. 
Everyone wants to talk. Everyone wants me to talk sexy though, don't no, they? they don't. You do. You listening do. James does. <laughs> James does. Everyone wants me to talk dirty to him. How about this? Oh, oh, I love gash. Um, oh, come on, what's your next word? It is buck. B u c k. I'm not doing. I don't think you've guessed that word, but I'm. It's I'm, non. No, uh, no pegs. Nothing. No pegs in your second attempt. So oh. now your third attempt. Oh. So it's not the C from the first one that was right. No. No. I still haven't used an E, which is the most common letter in every word, so... True. Well, you know, you've got a third attempt now. Third attempt. Oh, I know what I'm going to... Oh, well, he knows what I she's going to... I know what gonna, my guess is. going to go you for. now? Yeah, uh, if you want. This is just a pain in the arse. Yeah, these, you know what? How about you don't You could literally to... not play it without the board, you could just write. You? Tell you, you what. You could play this in your head. How about, Eli, you just write it in this book. I know. It's Get fucking off. ridiculous, this game. Right. It's a huge pain in the arse. Put it all to one side, <laughs> and we'll just do the speed version where you don't need these fucking, fucking tiles and grid. isn't it? I mean, what's the fun in this? Is I mean, it's a pre-internet, I guess. But, but still, I think you could just do it, play it with a whiteboard. You could do pen and paper, mate. You could put a whiteboard flat on a table and play the same you game. You could do it in your head if you had a good memory. Yeah, I don't can't no, do you that. Don't. Got a memory for so that. you said you said My cash first, then it was book. Cash, I get one black peg. Yeah. Buck, I get no black, no pegs. Right. My next guess is seed. S E E D. No pegs. Fuck. How many goes do you get, by the way? We will at least keep one, to that. One, two, ten. Ten. So this is his uh, next one. <coughs> anyway, while he's Seed doing that. nothing. Got a great big willy. It's big, nice and thick. Looks like a... Oh, we really don't looks need to like hear a, this. Looks like a leprechaun's neck. What does this nep- leprechaun's neck look like? Thick and veiny. I thought they were small, leprechauns. Yeah, but they are. But that's why I'm saying, by comparison, you could put my penis next to a, a leprechaun's neck and you wouldn't tell them apart. Well, how am I going to get the neck off the leprechaun? If you just, like, let, get him to lie on the ground and I just shuffle up... To, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Are you going to go and decapitate a leprechaun and then you get your knob out? My penis looks like a goblin's wrist. Come on, move it on. What's Paul, your next word? I'm worried that I'm talking across the mic it's fine. to you. It's fine. I haven't got a good position on the why mic. Why are you still using the pegs? Just keep writing. I'm put try- the pegs, put the tiles down. You don't need any of that no more. Oh. This is seven minutes, and I thought it was going to be more like four. Oh, I've got oh, moisture on my you got muff. moisture on the muff. Can you just put everything down and just start writing? <laughs> so, you said cash, and then book, and then what? Seed. Seed. So what's there's the no next E's. That means no, there's no E's no in the E's. fucking word. Oh, no, no U's. No. It must be the A. It must be the. It must be the vowel that is Go in on. the word. Come on. Oh, a black, and it's in the right place. So I reckon there's an A in the second place here. All right. Okay. Um, well, pick a word then, ducks. Um, Meanwhile, I'm going to talk more dirty. Okay. Oh, I've got skiddies. Got dirty brown skids. I bet that's hot, hot skiddy <laughs> action. I've got. My- <laughs> Why have you got more and more degenerate? They're my sex stripes. <laughs> oh. And my little yellow pouch of lust. Oh, come the front. on. My yellow little, pouch of lust? My little stained What's yellow that? lust pouch. Oh, mate. You've got all pee-pee poo-poo. <laughs> Some people like it. Lemonade. Um, Coprophilia. I'd like to coprophilia. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'm going to guess land. L-A-N-D for my fourth guess. No pegs. Fuck! What the fuck then? And I, I'm not cheating. It's a proper word. It's got it right here. I haven't fiddled with it. It's right on the table out of his reach of sight. Reach of sight. What did I guess? Hand. Yeah. No pegs. No pegs. Um, yeah, what, he started off so well with a black peg. There's no fucking vowels left. There is. 
There's a very obvious vowel you've missed. I don't get it. Goth. <laughs> Look at me like that. <laughs> Write it down. I've written it down. And Goth. No pegs. No, I don't want no pegs. A peg ain't gonna solve this word for you. Written on the passenger's side of my master word mind. Try to follow and me. Come and look, look at my skits. Sexy old skits in a yellow little patch of lust. <laughs> sitting on the front of my keg. I can't concentrate if you keep talking about skids and yellow patches. The yellow patch gang. My little pissy patch of oh. love. Come to me, flitter flutter. <laughs> Shut up. I'm Ooh. confused. It's not T because there's no T, so. There is T. Yeah, I said goth with a T and you said no. Okay, so white peg in that case. Fuck's sake! Paul. I forgot that one, so white peg. You fucking prick. White peg. You're going off in your own little fantasy world. I'm trying to play Ganon's golden fucking games here. Come on, you're, you're going golden as... showers. Yeah. You never give me your pillow. You just splash in my face with your in. And when the middle of when I'm yawning, you drop... White, a white. Yeah, a white. Yeah. For goth, I've got one white peg. Yeah. So it's not in that position. It's not no. in the second position. No. What's your next word after goth? Come on, pick it up. Um, hood. No pegs. Why would you write hood when you know two... Oh, I don't understand Hoot. you. Hoot. Black peg. Hang on. And there's seed is no pegs. Seed is... Uh, white peg. You fucking cunt! <laughs> you fucking arsehole! There's no point playing with you! I would have got it so much quicker, you twat! It's hard, this game, isn't oh, it? It's to not play. hard! It's hard <laughs> when you try and play it! You've got the fucking words right in front of you! You twat, man! I, this is so ridiculous! Right, I tell you what, start from the top and read the letters again. I'll just, I'll do it better. Go on. Okay. So the first one was... Cash. So that was a black peg. Right. Next word was what? Buck. Definitely no pegs. Then we had seed. A white peg. Then we had goth. And that was a white peg. Okay. Now I'm not going to... I'm going to take back hoot. Yeah, fine. That's right, fine. I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. you cheated. No, I'm not cheating. It was just right, me you, being right, shit. Incredibly I'd rather shit. be known as a shit than a cheat. Okay. It's getting dark in here now, isn't it's it? It's getting very dark. Time for Lamore. No, it's time for a spooky time. Go on. Plop it. I could get that book of spells. No, we're not doing anything Halloween-y this week. No one knows it. All our themed Halloween episodes are at least downloaded. I've got Keith as well. No, Keith is is a past Jeep Show item. No, he's still real. It's very much a past tense item. He still speaks to me. It's Generation 2 Cheap Show. This is Generation 3 now. Keith comes to me in my dreams. We're not doing any Halloween content, mate, so just deal with that this week. Everyone can deal with it. No one needs it, and I don't need to edit booky spooky sound effects. Well, do your word. This is now 28 minutes we've been doing this. It's meant to be five. List. Three black pegs. Yeah, here we fucking go. And what are you on to now? What's that? What guess is this? Like six or seven? Right? No. No. We've got cash, buck, seed, goth, list. How many is that? Five. I've had five guesses. Yeah. So. Right. But I've got three black... Three black pegs. Missed. Three black pegs. How many guesses have got? you got three left. Uh, four left. I can't think of another word. Come on. Har, I'm Black Peg, the saltiest of sea dogs. And I want to suck your cock. Just. Three black pegs. Three guesses left. Fist. Four black pegs. Yeah, I got it. Broke the code. Look, just, just to see I'm not cheating. There you go. There it is. Congratulations. Well done. Do you feel a sense of pride and achievement? I'm just, um, I'm confused at this, that, that it's this a fiddly game point exists, this game. that they could sell it to someone. 
All you'd need were the rules, and then you could do it on paper, just gridded paper. Well, look, there is. It's called Bull and Cows, apparently. Yeah. So there you go. Amazing. So that's why I don't feel I don't feel like the Wordle guy should feel guilty. No. Even if, even if he did get the idea He from streamlined this. it and made it just Much more... better. But also, Mastermind in its original form succeeds in the fact that it's got those little coloured pegs, and there's this, you know, it's got a more tactile play to it. And... Yeah, and they're the, those little pegs, and they're much easier to handle and sort than these terrible and it, tiles. And it, and it feels more tactile to play. It feels more of a reason to be like that. This feels like they sort of rushed it out. And they didn't want to spend yeah. any money actually developing a different version of the game which was, had letters. You it know. was like the success of Tetris, wasn't it? Where like Tetris came out, Hattress, 3D Tetris, Super Tetris, yeah. Tetris this. It's yeah. like, so, nah, the purest version is the best. Leave it be. So, Eli, Word Mastermind, is it a Ganon's Golden Games or No, a... we're not doing this with every single um, segment. Or... I did not like this game. All right, you didn't like it. Uh, I think it's a real rip-off in a way. And the way that they kept... It's not a rip-off. It's a rip-off. It's like saying tic-tac-toe by uh, executive tic-tac-toe. Dic-tac-toe. Dic-tac-toe. I'll fucking play that. I'll fucking play dic-tac-toe. Come on, on love. You Dic- want to play dic-tac-toe? I've got a tray of chuffney cockners. Here, geezer. Come on, I've got conquer spodney. Here, geezer. Do you want a little bit of splix black toe? Splix... Dick's black coat. <laughs> Exterminate. Exterminate. I'm going to play Quim Tack. Anyway, look, let's just tap out right now while we can. This was a oh. nice little sojourn into the world of Word Mastermind. But both of us both agree, not for us. Maybe your opinions will differ. Leave a comment below. Okay. Not you. I've heard your comments. Oh, my comment. Yeah. I don't like Paul and he's fat. Oh. <laughs> but I'm old. Oh, but you're at and so the ongoing content creation king Paul Gannon dies again Paul, inside. Also, I've no, got that's this, it. We're done. This the mind been, of the this druid. Has been I've been reading this. Minutes. I've been reading this book. It's been the eighty-six mind... minutes. This. I've been reading this book. We've been playing this game for one hour and forty-eight minutes. I've been reading this book. The mind of the druid. Yes. Good. See you next time on Cheap Show. That's this segment done. We're going to do off-brand brand off now. I want you to address me by my druid name. Oh, fuck off. Do you know what that is? Come splatter off my chalk ding do fuddly bing das doddly hop hop bonky donk chonk man from the planet gribble grob grab slap diddly ging dong fop fop. How did you guess? Well, it was written on your passport. God. See you in a minute. Press that fucking button. Paul, I've had a little talk to myself. Oh, here we do. Here we go. Here we are. I've had a little word, and it's fine. I'm going to behave, and I'm ready for the next section. You've had a nice stern talking to yourself, have you? It was a vigorous... A brief, but stern A brief, but extremely hard, vigorous, strong, swift words coming out my mouth to me. Yes, I was saying. Yes, you like. Yeah, I thought I'd let that pan out. Uh, it's right. off-brand brand off, everybody. Off-brand brand off, off-brand brand off, off-brand brand brand off, brand off. Which is the segment of the show where I, Eli Silverman, super taster extraordinaire of the podcast, will taste two separate products or more. And we've got more today. See if I can distinguish with my mouth hole alone what is the branded product. And what is the off-brand? Uh, for two reasons, I'll tell you. Which is the best tasting, in my humble view? And also, whether it's worth getting the cheap one, because it's almost as good. Yeah, sometimes that's the point. Not whether one's best, but whether you get better value for money with an off-brand brand. Yes, and we found recently on this segment of the show, we've done um, products where the off-brand product is tastier. Tastier. Essentially, 
The, the, the pop tart was better, wasn't kid, it? Yeah, I mean that was not saying much though. But it was, but it was noticeably better. Yes, um, and the Kinder, the Bueno Bar, yeah, or whatever was, it's called. The the vegan one was surprisingly nice. Yeah, but not the vegan Kit Kat. No, I could tell the vegan Kit Kat. No, we did that in the three fifty stream, which you can see on YouTube right now. I'll okay, celebrate now three fifty stream that we did. Paul, what will I be taste testing on today's segment? Off brand, brand off. Thanks to the wonderful Tom from Channel 84. This is all part of that package of stuff he gave us. This is a off-brand brand off where he got two certainly more popular McCoy's flavours. So McCoy's crisps we have covered in the past. They're thick, crinkle-cut crisps. And boy, howdy, they're tasty and crunchy. I just think they've got a kind of cultish following. Here we go. Certain... What does that even mean? I think some people, the way that you're like, oh, Jaws. The not... cult of McCoy. The Blues Brothers. I love the Blues Brothers and I dress up. Some people... <laughs> Have McCoy's what, every day. as crisps? No, as the Blues Brothers. Oh, I'm going to go to that fancy dress party as a McCoy's crisp because I am part of the cult of McCoy. I just think people, some people like McCoy's. All I'm saying, the cultish aspect is, in my experience, people who like McCoy's really like McCoy's and they get pissed off, for example, when they're getting a meal deal and the McCoy's isn't available or something. When they kick off, I'm not having that walk shit. They kick shit. off about it, yeah. Well, then now, they need and to they get are, out more. Paul, just briefly, what are your thoughts on McCoy's? I like them. When I'm in the mood, I like them because they have nice distinct flavours. And the texture's Boulder. good. It's very robust yeah. texture, yeah. Yeah. Boulder. You know what I mean? Boulder. And they've got a, their own version of the, the, the classics like cheese and onion. Yes. And salt and vinegar. But what... What two flavours do we have today? Well, the reason why we have these two flavours because Tom went to, I think, an Aldi or a Little or whatever and found matching crisps to these brands. So, knockoff knock versions. Yeah, so uh, we have Thai sweet chicken and flame-grilled steak. And then we have a company called Snackrite, and we have featured them on plenty of occasions on have this we? podcast. Yeah, with crisps and snacks and chocolates they are, are and all they sorts. the little in-house... Um, yeah, uh, potentially, yes. Yeah. Charlatan and brand. And their, their brand is basically called Ridged, Thick Cut Variety, and they have Thai sweet chicken, and they have flame-grilled steak. And, you know, as far as we can see to the eye, to the flavour palette, they are identical. Um, and these they've gone for a real rip-off on the colour is identical for yeah, the flavours. That kind of, what is it, like turquoise kind of thing. The Thai green. chicken and a brown for the steak. Brown steak. And they're copied almost every aspect of the, the classic McCoy's design with the, the lettering, Cause that's it. That's the part typeface of the, and everything. That's part of the appeal, isn't it? You're scanning your eyes for crisps in a little Aldi and you go, oh, that looks like the brand that we usually get. I know, but it's like a, it's like a, a con, isn't it? It's trying to fool people Only into if it's thinking. Shit. If they're not shit, it's not a con. It's savvy. Another thing I've noticed, these, are, these packets, uh, the knockoff, the rigged, ridged, sorry. Rigged. I'm bigger. Aren't they in the McCoy's? Am, they package. are ambigger. Yeah, they are sharing packs. They notify that in the corner. Yeah, but and these are grab bags, are they? I mean, grab yeah, packs. The actual McCoy's. They're your meal deal kind of sandwich size yeah. these days. Yeah. Right. Look. Hey. No beating about the bush, Eli. I'm going to have to ask you to put on your blindfold oh, now. I'm happy to do that, Paul. Um, now, what do you, how do you think I'm going to do? Um, I don't know because I don't know how the closest is going to be. It will probably come down to the texture of the crisp and ah. the, whether the one flavour tastes more robust than the other, I guess. Okay, and we're going to do them one at a time. So we're going to do... We'll do flame grill first. I mean, it's up to you. Do you want to do the chicken I don't want one? to alternate because that would be too No, no, confusing. I'm, we're not alternating. But what I'm saying okay. is which pair do you want to do first? Do you want to do the pair of sweet Thai chicken first or the grilled steak ones first? Let's say the sweet Thai chicken, please. You want to get that started? I think, yeah. All right, okay. Uh, it doesn't say chili. It just says sweet Thai 
weird. Sorry, yeah, have I been saying chilli? Yeah, it's just Thai no, you sweet haven't. chicken. No, it just, but it Thai struck me, chicken. perhaps they, it's got no heat in it, which is why they don't say chilli. But they're almost, I mean, that's the thing, they're exactly phrased the same. It could, they could have easily said sweet Thai chicken, but it's Thai sweet chicken. It's, it's still beat for beat. Trying to be the same thing. Exactly. Right, the same. So I've got okay, these now. Put the, the, um, I've opened both on. packs. I'm going to have a little the... private huff. I'm going to do a lot of huffing here. Okay, let uh, me But just... I, again, you're right. Maybe maybe it's going to be less thick cut, the knockoff, which would be closer to what Walkers do. They're less they're less chunky, the Walkers ridged crisps. McCoy's going for a sort of outdoorsy branding, aren't they? Like a, like a lumberjack would have. I mean, they're like is... lumberjack's crisps. It's a lumberjack's because it's a big chopping slice. It's, it's a, like a big yeah. chunk of wood, isn't it? It's they, like a they, chopper. They're trying to say, it's like a log. The crisp yeah. is like a log. It's that Big, chunky. Put a log in your gob. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said log. It's log in your gob. Log in your gob. Bum bum bum. Log, log in, in your gob. gob. Log in your gob. Bum bum bum. Log, log in your gob. Log in your gob. Log in your gob. Bum bum bum. Log in your gob. Log in your gob. Chod on my spot. Okay. Here is your first crisp. I'm going to get the nif naf nof going as soon as you put it in my hand. Here we go. Try and pick a similar size. I will have already done this. It's but fine. the ridges might be different. Different. Just don't know. Now, what are we doing? The Thai sweet chicken. This is Thai sweet chicken. So I'm going to ask you to give it a huff and give us Ooh, your first impressions. Oh, there's a very sweet odour. Just carry on talking over me, why don't you? It's only I'm sorry, in the middle mate. of a sentence. Sorry. Just, sorry. just saying. Now, go on. What was the odour? I'm getting a sweet odour. Oh, sorry, lads. I just want to interrupt you for no real reason. <laughs> I'm just going to say something about records. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's sweet, um, but with a, a background of sort of a chicken stock or chicken soup sort of flavor. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Right. He's giving it a huff. So now it is up to him. To... And uh, there's a potato there, obviously. But I can't tell from that smell. I don't know what to think about, oh, about what it is. this smell? <laughs> no, don't. Please, please. <laughs> That's a Thai sweet chicken. Long in, your, long in your gob. Was that real? Oh, 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 it's because you pushed it, mate. It's real. Oh, it's so real. It's too Please. real. Too real. I'm taking the blindfold too off. Too true for real. I'm taking it's, the blindfold it's off. Too true for real. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna have to open a window. I can't it's do fine. this. It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. It's all right. I'm looking for it. That's the problem. <laughs> How am I? How am I going to know what's the crisp and what's the guff? It's not. It's fine. Okay. Come on. Did you do that? Make that noise with your mouth? Uh, you'll, your ne- you'll never know. You'll never know. It sounded too dry for one of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that. One. Was it? You'll was never know. Hand? Maybe I'm a good arse mimic. Okay. Right. So go on. Eat this crisp. Okay. This is the first of my Thai chicken variants. Yes. In it goes. Right. Go I've on. I've heard that before. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Ew. laughs> Paul. Yeah. Um, do you know what that flavour reminds me of? Do you remember those uh, Biffo and Sanya brought those Chinese takeaway flavour crisps yes. that were really nice? Has a little element of that to it. Okay. Do you like it? Was it all right? Yeah. And it tasted like a, a McCoy's, man. It really did taste like a McCoy's. Right. Well, here's the next crisp. Here it maybe was a little thinner cut than a McCoy's. Oh, yeah. I can feel it in my hand. This is a McCoy's because it's much more rigid and robust. Really? Yeah. Oh, worse flavour coming off the nose. More artificial flavour. I'm going to just say now, I've compared two of them, and the ridges are the same. I mean, I, just because I've got my eyesight on, so I'll just confirm that they actually... No, but it's the feel of the ridge. I mean, look, I'm not you telling you... You can't judge from with. the eye. Anyway, I'm having my own conclusion, okay? Of yeah, course. thanks for helping. But the smell on this, it smells more artificial on the nose and less amplitude. It's it's sort of... It's a, it's a thinner uh, and more chemically smell. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's the McCoy's. 
It's harder. It's more crunchy. Okay. It's less of a... It's got more of a ridge in it. Flavour, very similar. Maybe slightly punchier. Slightly sweeter, more sugary. Which one do you prefer, though? I think I prefer the flavour of the first one. Okay. It did seem... It just... Felt more Thai-like, I guess. And it had more... Yeah, it had more of a... Chicken element. No, more of a sort of curry, exotic spice sort oh, of okay. finish. All right. With this, is sort of seems much more basic. Just the sweet. Just the kind of There's straight down the middle. There's less spice on this one. So you, what do you want to say? What was the first one? Knock I, off? I really... But you. again, if I was just going to go on the flavours alone, I would say the first one was the McCoy's because it had a better flavour profile. All right. But from recent episodes of this segment I've been fooled haven't I by that quality I mean I've been fooled too Mm. we've both been hoodwinked but make a decision in terms of mouthfeel and the texture I really think that the second one is the McCoy's so what do you want to do I think the second one is the McCoy's that's my guess okay okay and then the second the first one was the snack right yes but don't tell me now because it will give it it away for the second thing yeah 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 and we're going to move on to the second one now the next one is the flame grilled steak uh, snack. So here's your first one. These are going to taste like those peanuts. We had steak flavoured peanuts the other day, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, that didn't sit with me quite right. Anyway, hand out. I thought they were okay. So this okay. is the first. This is the first. The ridges feel like McCoy's. Oh, it's a very generic smell coming off that kind of beefy smell. It smells like uh, barbecue beef flavour hula hoops. Okay. Blatantly like that. All right. In the biting goes and chunk and chunk and crunch it goes. Well, nice umami warmth as it as the as it as the crisp breaks down on that one. Nice salty sort of mouthfeel coming off the, the degenerating, like licking an oxo. Yeah, very stocky, mm, but pleasing. And the texture definitely says McCoy's to me again okay. with that really crunchy, that sort of robust, almost woody crunchiness. You know. Next crisp, then. Okay. I've handed him the second oh, of the two. Oh, this has got the ridges of the same size. Oh, definitely from two separate bags, man. And the flavour smells nicer. It just feels more complex, a little bit more nuanced, the, the smell of this. A little bit more more going on. Yeah. Oh, this has got more flavour. Okay. Got... What texture is like, though? Is it the same kind of texture? No, the texture was slightly softer again. Oh, dear. I could get this wrong, exactly wrong on both crisps. You could if you fall for the same fallacy. Oh, bollocks. But, mate. I'm going to have to ask you to commit to an answer at this point now. You have a 10-second window to change your mind on the, the first one. The flavour feels better on the second one of those beefers. Right, okay. It feels more present. The flavour's more present. Chris, um, number one, what do you think it was? McCoy's or snack right? I think that was the snack right. Okay. And but then I might, might want to change my first the, for the first crisp. So does that mean you're committing to the second crisp in yes. that one being yeah, McCoy? Yeah. McCoy, all right. And so what do you want to do with the first Can one? Can I now? taste them again? Uh, Just sweet quickly. tie. Yeah, just quickly. I'm going to give you both at the same time. How about that? We've never done this before. This is exciting, isn't it? So what have I got in my... you got both of them a tie. I know there's a tie, but is it number one from the original test or number two in which... Oh, hang on. So in your left hand, that is the first crisp you got the first time round. Okay. All right. Yeah, again, kind of a weak smell. Oh, much more coming off the second one. And just to remind you, you said um, in the first instance, the first crisp was Snackerite and the second one was McCoy. Yeah. In that instance. Okay. What? I'm going to stick with that. Just, I'm just going to lock this in now. In the Thai chicken case, crisp one is Snackerite, crisp two is McCoy. Yeah. In the second steak case, you said the first one was Snackerite and the yeah. second one so was I McCoy. So I got both, I guess both the same yeah, yeah, for yeah, both yeah, I guess. ones. Right. Here we go. Now, which one did you prefer in crisp one? Very close. They're very close. This is. W- yeah. Wouldn't you agree? It was very close. Very close. Yeah, very I've, I've tested a few myself. Yeah, so yeah I know. I, I heard you. So um, I heard you crunching. Yeah, I'm, 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 um, I'm. which kind of is fine. But um, and even what, with me knowing which one I was eating, it was still like. Uh, 
Yeah, very difficult. Basically, I went on. I, you're right. It was a fallacy. The thing with the texture, it was a fallacy. Yeah, because it they were on the same. The same person. ridges. Yeah. They're the same ridges essentially. But I just went with kind of more, more amplitude, more fuller flavored, just more fully flavored. So do you for pref- both of those? You, which, and I do prefer them. Yes. Which, but which one? Which one? The ones that I believe that they're McCoy. So crisp number two in both flavor profiles. You think you prefer? All right. Okay. So. Uh, the first crisp, the Thai chicken, uh, sweet chicken Thai crisp, you said was snack right than McCoy. You were correct. Yeah. The first one was snack right, and the second was McCoy. Yeah. So that means for the second, oh, you said it was snack right and McCoy again in that order, and you were wrong. In that case, it was <gasps> McCoy first, and then snack right. That was the second one. Ah, oh. I, having had both, prefer the snack right in both cases. I like the flavors more in both cases. Yeah, well, I definitely preferred the uh, the, the steak snack, yeah. right? What about the Thai? I think the Thai, the McCoy's is slightly nicer. I actually disagree. I like really? the extra flavour of the um, the spices of the of the snack, right? Yeah, one. there's something else there, isn't there's there? There's more curry flavour to there's it. There's more of a curry. No, you're absolutely right, Paul. Yeah. It's very interesting. But in conclusion, even though I preferred the McCoy's... No, I got it wrong, didn't I? What you thought were the McCoy's one, so it's cap- it's complicated yeah. now. Basically, if you're into those kind of crisps, those uh, ridged ridges, ones, yeah, they're, pa- they're probably a similar price for more crisps, isn't it? In terms of yeah, where you're buying them, then it's more likely than not that if you spend eighty p on a regular size McCoy's, those share ones are probably going to be like a pound ten. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I didn't ask Tom what the prices were, unfortunately. So yeah, but much better value just on the face of it, aren't they? The, well, the, the brand off. This is the outcome we like to see yeah. on the show, where there's not a massive margin of error, or difference rather. No. And you can go, it doesn't matter which, you put them in a big bowl, in a table, mix them together, and no one would ever know. No, no. they would not. And so, well done, well done, Snack Right, on that. Unless they're just like taking someone around the back of the uh, factory, and they're like, those McCoys, put a few bags in here. Well, that's the rumour that we need to get to the bottom of, because it just keeps getting bandied about. That, you know, Heinz also make the generic ketchup for supermarkets. And they've stuck their own sticker on it. So maybe McCoy's do. Maybe KP or whatever do it as well. Make it for snack right. I don't know, Paul. I do not know. We just don't know. Oh, I'm enjoying crisps. They're good. They're nice crisps. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, choking on it. Oh, no. Are you really? Oh, it's close. Oh, (laughs) no, we're all right. Good. That could have been my last episode then. Well, (laughs) just don't know. We just can you give me know. the Heimlich maneuver? I can give you. I can yeah. give you the lick maneuver. Uh, I'll give you the fucking. Give me a high lick maneuver. Give you the fucking fucking cock conquer tray oh, maneuver. God, we're shit. Right, so <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to wrapping this show up. But that was another successful off brand brand off. Well done. Diddle 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 diddle. Pop, pop. And that's it for cheap show this week. And guess what? What the next few episodes? Our LA adventure. You're gonna. We're, we don't know what's happened yet. We haven't done them. This is recorded in the past, but it, everything is recorded in the past. Yeah, true. So that's in the definition recorded. Yeah, that's everything put. ever recorded is recorded in the past. It's true. So, it's, but if you do it live, mouth, right? but if you do it live, then that's recorded in the now. But you could never record something in the future. So you get there. It's you now. never record something. You always record in the now. Yeah, but then it's always the past when, when you it, listen when to it. Yeah, done by definition. So could you project the sound into the future? Oh. Just throw a sound over there. Why would that? Why would that sound go into the future? Oh, is that the... just casting it ahead? Are I? Yeah, <laughs> I think you've managed it, Paul. Yeah, yeah. You should go to physics or something. Someone in the year twenty-five twenty-five is sitting here in the this 2520. chair. Sitting in this chair right now or in this space, and, it, and all they hear is, "Oh, what are they called?" 
Zager and Zager? No, they're called Halaman Babdashinov. Uh, Halaman Babdashinov. And the Quirf. Oh. Mate, you've ruined me. <laughs> you've quirf. ruined words. No, the Quirf. <laughs> the Quirf. <laughs> the Quirf, everybody. I am the Quirf. Oh, I'm from the past, Quirf. Hello. Are you all one person like the Borg or a different kind of alien? I am just known as the Quirf. And how many of you are there? One. Right. So just, just w- like more like Rumpelstiltskin or Golem or something. Yeah. Okay, good. Cutting this out. I don't like him. Don't like the Quirf. <laughs> <laughs> don't like him. Right. So thank you for listening to us once again. We're back next week. And yes, these next few episodes will be from our adventures in LA. I Let's see how LA. that pans out. Um... If you want to see pictures that accompany our episodes or videos that sometimes accompany our episodes, you can go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. There is a page for every single episode, bar the first 14, but you know what I mean. Um, So go there. Also links to our social media, our videos, our YouTube page. It's all there. It's a one-stop shop, thecheapshow.co.uk. Also, to everyone who supports us on Patreon, thank you Thanks, so guys. much. Again, we can go to LA and have these crazy adventures Love it. because of your support. We've put this money aside for years to get it going, and this is our adventure, and it wouldn't be possible without you, so thank you. And again, if you want to get involved and help support the podcast, you can. It is patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Give what you can, but only if you can. Only if you can. And there's years now of magazines and podcasts and videos and behind the scenes stuff and magazines from events. It's all there. It's all beautiful. Go explore. Have some fun. Support us if you can. And that's it. In it. You said magazine twice. I like magazines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping you'd yeah, go I, that. I did do that yeah, as well. Blazing Saddles. It um, is indeed. You can't make it no more these days. No, you can't. You can't. I've just had a little um, a little idea, Paul. Yeah. I've gone to see the Quirth. Yeah. I said... Hello, Quirf. Give the birth me... of the Quirf. Well, it wasn't the birth of the Quirf. Have you ever birthed? The no, birth don't the do the birth. Birth, birth, Quirf. Stop. I went to see the Quirf. Yeah. I said, can I have tuppence worth? Tuppence worth of Quirf. He, and he said yes. <laughs> yeah. And then I went... <laughs> it's a wanking thing again, mate. Come on. <laughs> no, this is good. Wait different. for it. Wait for it. I went... <laughs> Spurf. <laughs> okay, well, on that worth note. Worth it. Worth it. Admit it. Quirf it. It was Quirf the Worth. Worth the Quirf. This is the worst episode of all time. You say that, but I reckon we'll try harder next week. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Uh-uh. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Come on. It's like the Jerky Boys or something. <laughs> yeah, I jerk you off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.